Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I hear a lot of talk about old-time great fighters. I hear people say that Joe Lewis, Jack Dempsey, Jack Johnson, Jim Jeffries, and all of them would have annihilated the likes of myself, Muhammad Ali. After watching these films, watching their opponents, watching their styles, watching how they fought, watching the footwork and their speed, it may come as a shock to you, but I say that I would have beat every heavyweight that ever lived before me. Joe's gonna come out smoking, and I ain't gonna be joking. I'll be pecking and a-poking, pouring water on his smoking. Then this might shock and amaze you, but I will destroy Joe Frazier. And I'm knocking out all bombs. And if you get too small, I'll knock you out. Cameraman, everybody follows me, I'm so great. He will go in eight to prove that I am great. And if he wanna go to heaven, I'll get him in seven. He'll be in the worst of fix if I cut it to six. And if he keeps talking jive, I'll cut it to five. Hey, I'm the king of the world. Hold it, hold it, hold I'm it. Hold it, hold it. You're not that great. I'm a bad man. I don't want You know what time it is. It's time for the majority decision. Coming to you live from the great state of Texas right here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Greg the Truth. is the Black Belt, Mr. Fayaz. I thank everybody for tuning in live. I invite you to always follow us on Twitter at MajorityMMA. Like us on Facebook, The Majority Decision. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so it gets downloaded to your listening device every time a new show drops. Hey, how's it going? Man, it's going all right, man. I'm just uh, happy to be back. Glad you're feeling better. You know, nothing serious there, obviously. You sound like you're in uh, good health over there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm feeling way better. Um, Everything came back good test-wise, and uh, I I appear to be at 100% for the time being. Fantastic. That is awesome. I missed you, man. We're going to do these shows, man. And, uh, you know, I was like, what happened? What happened? And when you gave me, you sent, when you sent me that text, I went, man, yeah, I hope he's okay. So glad you're back. And I'm sure I'm glad the listeners are back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, big, big week coming up next week. Of course, it's uh, international fight week, big week full of three, uh, big UFC cards, of course, the main event in terms of the week is UFC 200. We've also got uh, Fight Night 90, which is going to be on Thursday. That's the Dos Anjos 
and Eddie Alvarez fight. Then we've got the Ultimate Fighter finale, which is on Friday. And then, like I just said, the big one, UFC 200. There have now been 200 UFC events. Can you believe that it's made it this far and that it's gotten this big? Man, that's amazing. Um, you know, when it hit a hundred, I was like, man, that's that, you know, that's a landmark. But all to already be at two hundred, time flies. The fights get better and better. They get more technical, and the talent, the talent pool just keeps growing. It's amazing. Yeah, and and, and this thing's just going to keep going the way that it's going. Uh, every 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 card. Uh, features top flight great athletes competitors guys that train hard work hard and do what it takes to get it done but you know for them to have now going into their two i mean and that's just the main event the main cards right i mean that doesn't count the 90 fight nights that they've had the the ultimate fighter finales that's right you know ufc on on Spike, the fight cards, the fight pass cards, yeah. Fight pass, I mean, it's really amazing. It's really, it's really a phenomenon that they've been able to put together, and you know, it's been a, it's been a great ride as a fan and someone who's covered the sport, and of course, technically, we both do that now still, and it's, yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I'm excited for what the future holds for the world of mixed martial arts. Yeah, me too, man. It just you know, again, it just keeps getting better and better. It just grows and grows. It's getting huge, and it's uh, you know, it's it's one of my most. Uh, it's I, I'd say it's probably my uh, my favorite platform of combat sports. Yeah, definitely. You know, if it, for me, you know, it, it's it's really one of it's probably my number one sport um, out of all of them. I, I don't consider myself a bigger fan of any of the other sports than mixed martial arts. Um, I used to yeah. be a huge basketball fan, enormous basketball fan, and uh, wow. kind of drifted away from that over the years. And I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting more back into it the more that my son gets older and the more that he gets interested in basketball. You know, I, I'm kind of drawn back into it, but. You know, for me, mixed martial arts is probably my number one thing. I don't, you know, I, I keep up with football. I keep up with baseball. Of course, I'm an Astros, you know, Rangers, Cowboys, Texans fan. I mean, and it might be a, uh, it might be a sin to be a fan of of both Dallas and Houston teams. But since I lived in both areas, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of both. Of, of course. Teaches their own. Let's get into the, yeah. Let's get into the mixed martial arts talk. Um, one of the things that uh, I thought was a, a little comical that has made headlines, uh, Brock Lesnar, of course, uh, I think a week ago, Stephanie McMahon uh, with the WWE had, did an interview, and she basically was asked, you know, what she thought about Brock stepping out of the WWE for one night only to fight in the octagon. And she expressed yeah. that the WWE does not endorse or support Brock fighting, but uh, that you know it's what he wants to do. So anyway, during one of the one of the little press conferences they had leading up to the fight, they asked Brock what he thought, 
and uh, he basically said he doesn't give a bleep what she thinks. <laughs> so typical Brock Lesnar. He said, Lesnar. I don't care what she thinks. Yeah. That's uh, uh, that's pretty odd. You know, I guess uh, Stephanie McMahon, I guess what she said was, you know, they're, you know, we don't see them as a competitor, so uh, we don't really, uh, you know, I guess they weren't really too happy about it or, what, you know, whatever it was, man. But, uh, you know, that's just what it is, man. I mean, it's that's something he wants to do. And, uh, you know, I think his contract probably allows him to do his contract with the WWE just because he doesn't really a full-time traveler with those guys. I think he only shows up for the bigger shows, right? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't work the live events. And if anybody who's a WWE fan knows, he's not on TV every week. It's, it's only for the big ones. And, you know, a few scattered in here and there. He worked a lot more uh, the, the first quarter of this year than he did the previous couple of years. And I think, I think that had a lot to do with why he's getting to fight uh, here in the UFC. Uh, I think when Lesnar's contract came up or it came to a time where Vince said, hey, man, we need you for more than, you know, just a couple of times a year, even if it's a short period of time, I think there was probably some negotiating there back and forth. And Brock might have said, hey, I'll, I'll throw you some more dates, um, you know, but, but if I get an opportunity to fight in the octagon again, you got to let me go do it. And I think that's, I think that's where we it. ended up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and it's, mutu- and it's yeah, a mutual benefit for both. It, yeah. It's a mutual benefit for both. I mean, Brock Lesnar is still a WWE sports entertainer, professional wrestler, and even though he's stepping in the cage, I mean, I, I can imagine that, uh, you know, Joe Rogan and, and Michael Goldberg are not are not going to go through that card without mentioning that, hey, this guy's a WWE wrestler. And, uh, you know, right. so it's good. It, it's, it's good. Uh, um, advertising, sort of for for WWE. So I think everybody's yeah. everybody's going to end up on the good end of that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, it's uh, you know I have some people who aren't real happy about watching that card. They're not real excited about it. They, you know, like ah, not that card. I'm sorry, that fight. You know, but it is what it is. I mean, it's actually a good I don't... a good filler fight. It's a good filler fight. Yeah. Um, take, take, me guess, in the, take me into the mind of someone who doesn't think this is a good fight. I just don't get it. I mean, take me into the mind of someone who doesn't think that this is an interesting fight. At the very maybe least. Maybe somebody who never saw Brock fight before or yeah. something like that. Maybe, you know, maybe they only see him that way. But, you know, for anybody who knows who saw him fight in the past, the guy was a phenomenal athlete. Right, NCAA champion. I mean, uh, the guy. The guy's a legit wrestler. Yeah, he's in WWE, but he's a legit wrestler. You know, he's got plenty of money. He's not doing this for the money. He's doing it just for competitive edge. And uh, you know, I'm excited to see. Now, one thing I can remember. One thing I do remember about Brock Lesnar, he does not like getting hit in the face too much. So. Uh, Let's uh, let's see how he handles Mark Hunt Cannon. Yeah, that's the question right there. You know, I, I think I think this fight goes. There's only two directions for this fight. It's Mark Hunt knocks him out early, or Brock is able to put Mark Hunt on his back 
and just kind of maul him for 15 minutes. I mean, I, I, I really think that those are my two, my two options in terms of how this fight might go. Yeah. So, you know, it could be quick or, you know, it could, it could last long, but let's see, right? Let's see, you know, I mean, I think Brock took this fight on short notice, so it's not like he's, you know, he's not going to want to get it out of there quickly. So, you know, look for him to, you, you we pound him out. Yeah, without question. And um, speaking of speaking of crazy things that people say, uh, CM Punk, um, my somebody might need to bring this guy back down to reality. Um, he was in an interview and he was saying that you know if he were able to throw three or four wins in a row, that um, who's not to say that he might not get a shot at a title. Um, wow. Let me, just, let me just come out and say that uh, reality will say that. Um, yeah. I mean, I, don't, yeah. I, I just don't, I just don't think, I just don't say that. I, I, don't think, I don't think CM Punk could win four fights in a row, three fights in a row, and even be fighting someone in the top five. I, I, I just don't see it. I don't. You know, I mean, would it be cool for him to prove me wrong? Yeah, absolutely. And would I enjoy watching him win fights? Yeah, but man, I don't know. Title talk, and you haven't even had your first fight. He hasn't even, he hasn't even fought yet. Bit, and he's talk- yeah, he hasn't even fought yet, and he's talking about title. I mean, I don't. With who? God, I mean, I couldn't even imagine him in there. Could you imagine that guy in there with Robbie Lawler or this anybody? Anybody in that top five, six, seven even. I mean that's that's crazy. That's crazy. You're you're talking about just murder. You're talking about you know you're talking about Carlos Condit and Tyrone Woodley and, you know, guys like that and you know, isn't he fight because he's fighting one seventy, right? Yes. Yeah, fighting yeah. 170. Right. Slow down, buddy. Let's uh, let's let's fight the new kid from looking for a fight first, because uh, <laughs> that 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 kid's a pretty decent athlete. Uh, for those of the listeners out there who don't know, there is a show on YouTube called Looking for a Fight. It's Dana White, Matt Sarah, and some guy named Nick the Tooth, and they ride around, they they roll around from state and they go to all the local shows and they you know and they you know they go hit the superstars. That's where they look for new talent, which is really cool. And uh, that's CM Punk's fight. It's uh, the guy named Mickey Gall who they just got, and he looks he lo- he looks like a scrapper. You know that's that's one of the big interesting things about this is we'll have seen Mickey Gall. And we saw him fight, sort of. I mean, the fight ended pretty quickly. But, uh, right. you know, we've got a little bit of a sense for him. But the only thing we know about CM Punk is that he can get injured in training and has right. a bad back. So, yeah. man, there's a lot of question marks there. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to see. So, he's supposed to debut later on this year. 
Hopefully he doesn't get injured between now and then. And if he does, maybe he just hangs it up before he even starts. You know, I'd hate to see that. I'd hate to see him not get, to go this deep into it and not get at least one fight. But, uh, man, you know, if he were to suffer some sort of a setback, you know, that's going to put him out another three to six months, somewhere in that range, he would done, have to he think he about just fought, giving it up. He should have fought on an RFA card, right? Yeah. Which is a, which is a feeder or a legacy card. He should have fought on one of those. Um, you know, I, I get it. You know, he comes from that world. And, you know, they've done the crossover thing before. But, you know, Brock actually had an MMA fight before he came to the UFC. He fought in Japan. So, he, you know, it, he got, you know, he had an idea, and he, he kind of proved to the world he knew how to, he could fight a little bit. I, he could use his wrestling, and he could smash somebody. You know, CM Punk, I don't know what he brings to the table. I don't know if the guy can punch, kick. Apparently, he can grapple a little bit, but we still don't know. So, we'll see how that works. But uh, sticking with the welterweight division, uh, good news on the Carlos Condit front. He's got another fight lined up. Looks like he's going to be fighting Damian Maya at uh, UFC yes. 202. Good to see that that guy didn't retire. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. Connor's still young, and man, the guy's an animal. He's just an animal. I, I mean, when you, God, man, I think it's going to be a long night for Damian. I don't see Damian Maya winning that fight. Damian Maya is awesome and gets better and better. And it's just a different kind of, of crazy. I like this matchup a lot, and I'm and I'm in, I'm intrigued to see how Condit. Condit's grappling matches up with Damian Maya. I mean, of course, it's, you know, apparently really nobody's grappling just up to Damian Maya's. But, uh, you know, Condit's an active guy from his back, even with the strikes and, and submission attacks. You know, I, I think this is a great fight that uh, ought, to, ought to give us some, uh, some good back and forth on the ground and on the field. They're both, they're both very technical. And in two different ways, right? So Damian Maya, we know he's an awesome jujitsu black belt. His stand-up's gotten a lot better. But then you got Carlos Condit, who I've been watching since WEC, and uh, can make his jujitsu pretty destructive. It's pretty technical. But on the feet, man, he's super technical, and it's uh, super technical violence. When he gets in there to scrap, man, he just lets it all out. And it's not just brawling. I mean, it's it's calculated violence, man. And it's uh, it's it's a very entertaining fight to watch. Yeah, he's always an exciting guy to see. And, uh, yeah, just looking forward to seeing him get back in there. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and it's a good fight for both these guys. A win for either one of them. Certainly a win for Damian Maya would have to give him, put him next in line behind Steven Thompson for another, for a title shot. And perhaps a dominant knockout win over Damian Maya might even do the same thing for Carlos Condit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, uh, I, I think Condit, you know, gets another title shot before the, you know, before it's all said and done. I don't, I don't think it's over yet. You know, he's, he's had so many fights 
right? It, there should have been a rematch with him and Robbie Lawler. I know I'm the guy who hates rematches, but I believe that Carlos Condit won that fight. And I think, uh, I think, you know, I think he should be the champ right now. Yeah, I I can't remember who I felt like won the fight, but I do remember it being super super close. And yeah, and and I and I do remember at the end of the fight thinking, man, I, I'm hoping that Carlos gets his hand raised, but he didn't. Yeah, yeah, and because we've seen him in the WEC as a champion, we've, we've seen him have we've some watched ups him for and so long. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, kind of the same deal there. when we saw Robbie Lawler win. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. It's just if you're an, if you're an old school fan, that's what you want to see, right? That, I mean, you you want to see the guys you followed and watched for so long, man, finally go through all the bumps and bruises and finally get there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it's it's awesome to see. But I but that all that aside. I think Carlos Condit won that fight three rounds to two. Yeah, it was a, it, it, it was a great fight, and to hear him, you know, uh, talk about possibly retiring—that was definitely a downer. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so he'll be back, and hopefully he'll get one more shot. I was looking at his record, and I was—I guess I had forgotten, man. He. He's two and four in his last six, but he's fought some nasty, nasty guys. I mean, George St. Pierre, Johnny Hendricks, Martin Campman, Tyron Woodley, Tiago Alves, Robbie Lawler. Uh, that is right. a nasty run of guys, and uh, not too many people, I think, would uh, would want those dangerous fights back to back to back to back to back like that. Yeah, and that's the other thing. You know, he, he'll take all those fights. He's not scared. He'll get in there and scrap. He just he doesn't care, man. Any Anybody, anytime, anywhere, that's Carlos Condit. That's why you love the guy. So Thursday is uh, going to be UFC Fight Night 90, and, of course, the big main event is Rafael Dalsanos. Finally defending the belt against Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, that's on Thursday. Nice matchup here. It's on a Thursday. Yeah. It's on a Thursday. It's on Fight Pass, and uh, I think I'm going to get a seven-day trial so I can watch that fight. <laughs> that's horrible. You know, right? but uh, but you know what's going to end up happening, right? You know I'm going to end up keeping fight pass, but but I think uh, I think that's the fight that's finally going to put me over the top and just uh, and um, and make me get UFC fight pass. I think that's the one. Is that? Are we sure that's a fight pass card? That's a fight pass card. Oh, yeah. That is a UFC fight pass card, and uh, you know, hey, I'm I'm excited about it, man. I. Uh, I want to see that fight so badly that uh, I I would oh, get is. fight pass Damn. just to watch that fight. It's a fight pass card, so it's a it's a good fight, man. Eddie Alvarez, he's been around for a long time. Another guy that I followed for so long would love to see him win. 
would love to see him get in there, get dirty. That dude's a scrapper all the way around. And, uh, you know, he likes to fight. He'll get in there and fight, and that's that's what I want to see. You know, one of the interesting stories that they have, you know, behind Eddie Alvarez is this guy's, you know, this guy's a champion. He's been a champion in other companies, uh, champion in right. Bellator, champion in uh, uh, Dream, uh, champion. Yeah. And the way back in the Bodog fight when they when Bodog was still around, so you know, this is yeah. a well-traveled guy and and. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just not sure that his skill set matches up too well with Dosanios. Dosanios is, man, he's just he, he's so much better than he was. You know, those that first one or two fights. You know, he's he's on the top of the he's, pile he's, for a good reason. He's come a long way. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty. He used to be just strictly a jujitsu guy, and then. Uh, now, now he's got, he's got he's got the whole package he's got the whole package going for him. But Eddie Alvarez, man, that guy's just been around and he's been he's been around forever, and he'll get in there and scrap and he'll make it dirty. You know, he'll he'll get in the type of fight that uh, Dos Anjos has been you know has been putting on other people to win and winning. Yeah. So I mean, I I think it'll be a good back and forth. Uh, battle and you know if you've never seen Eddie Alvarez fight you know those of you listeners out there check out check out I think he fought Michael Chandler three times in Bellator and every time every time those fights were just all out wars yeah yeah he had a good run uh, in Bellator and yeah, had some good fights. You know, fought Shinya Aoki. Um, you know, fought Roger Horta, Josh Neer. You know, comes over yeah. to the UFC. Gets in there with... Uh, Beats uh, Gilbert Melendez. Donald Cerrone. Gilbert Melendez. Anthony Pettis. Yeah. So, he's... Yeah, he's he's not going to be your run-of-the-mill guy that has trouble has trouble with the with the new guys in the bigger promotion. That guy that guy's legit and uh I think he's got a chance next Thursday. So who wins? Who walks out with the belt? Man, you know what? Because I'm a diehard fan, I love Rafael Dos Anjos, but I'm gonna go with Eddie Alvarez. I'm gonna take the underdog. I think it would be great to see uh Alvarez win. Uh, I, man, I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I, I'm going to go with Dos Anjos retaining right. the belt. Um, Fair enough. The co-main event, and another interesting fight, uh, Texas guy Derek Lewis gets a big step up in competition um, against Roy Nelson. It's going to be a big, oh, big, man. big test for Derek Lewis. Big test for Derek yeah. Lewis. Yeah, I uh, hope Derek Lewis is ready, man, because Roy Nelson doesn't look like he's in shape, but the man's always in shape, and uh, he's really good at what he does. Always dangerous. Uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, and everybody knows about the right hand, but a lot of people forget that he's just as equally controlling and, and 
dangerous on the ground. That's right. That's right. Because the fights never go strong, there. Right. He's a strong jiu-jitsu practitioner, and he can take a punch. So if he gets you there, I mean, he's, you know, and I think they're about matched the same way as far as size goes. So it could be a long night for Derek Lewis unless he lands one of his cannons. And it, and it, and it actually puts Roy Nelson away. Yeah, Lewis is going to have a seven-inch reach advantage. Um, right. He's going to have to put that to work, and he's going to have to keep his yeah. distance, watch that right hand. And, uh, man, like you said, Roy's just got such a crazy chin. Um, I'm not sure that Lewis can outbox him and outpoint him, you know, for, for 15 minutes if you can knock him out. Yeah. I don't know if he can do that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that one goes. But uh, I think Roy comes out on top on that one. Yeah, I mean, I'd root for the guy who fights out of Texas. But, uh, man, I think Roy Nelson is going to be able to get that done, too. Um, Even at 40 years of of age, uh, the guy's still tough as a $2 steak, as good old JR would say. (laughs) A $2 steak. I love it. Man, what's going on around it? What else is going on in the world of mixed martial arts? Is Ronda Rousey ever going to fight again? Man, who cares? She fights again. Does Are it we matter over Ronda Rousey now? Is it that fa- is, has, she is, needs- has she disappeared that quickly that we don't care anymore? You know what? Yeah, nah, it's not that we don't care anymore, but I mean, if you're not going to fight, you're not really relevant, right? So that's yeah. all I care about. I don't care that she's making movies or doing whatever she's doing. I'm only interested in watching the people fight. So if she's not there, I don't care right now. Now, uh, Misha Tate's got a big one coming up. And uh, Misha Tate has to defend. So we'll see how that goes, right? If we're going to talk about the women, let's talk about the ones who are relevant. Without question. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in on this Friday evening. I invite you to be back with us 10 o'clock on Sunday. Follow us on Twitter at Majority MMA. Like us on Facebook, The Majority Decisions. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great holiday weekend. We are out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.